Welcome to Farming Eternal, an eternal podcast for farmers hosted by me, Patamaro, and Hats on Lambs. It's episode 116. For those of you tuning in for the first time, we are a draft-focused podcast. Our goal is to help you and me, mostly me, get better at draft. We get into the nitty-gritty of the drafting process with a little meta-analysis and play tips thrown in. So this week, we're all lined up to do our rare show, but unfortunately, it's an emergency. I had to do it. I had to. I had to break the glass, hit the button. I'm hitting the hats. The hat signal. We're sending it out. I need. I need an intervention hat. I am Hatsman. Yes, exactly. I need Hatsman to come and save Gotham. Uh-huh. Great. Well, uh, and, and pull me out of this two-three hell that I've been in this whole format. <laughs> crime is taking over the city and giving people lower win rates than they deserve I, yeah exactly all, I, I yeah, hope all I can these, do something about it all these punks who've just started playing now that the reward system's changed the rewards are up all these, all these punks have come into our town making a mess of things lowering my win rate and I, I need, I need Hatsman to come in and clean them up. I'm gonna go straight to the top. I'm gonna take down the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> who right now it turns out is Ifrit, who's is already Ifrit ranked, ra- ranked one for the season. I found that out uh, finishing up my draft with a, another two three in preparation for this podcast emergency. Well, I've played against Ifrit quite a few times. Not this month because uh, I haven't been playing much, but uh, last month. I definitely jockeyed for the top couple of spots with him a few times. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We're going to do one of our patent-pending Pick 48 live drafts here on the podcast. Woo! Yeah, so it'll be exciting. So in lieu of that, because these usually take a little while, we're going to, besides for that incredibly funny bit we just had, we're going to have the rest of the show is going to be pretty tight. hats man. (laughs) To, so that this uh, can be a reasonably length show. So we're going to be skipping a few sections here. We're also not going to be reading out, out loud every common like I've done in the past. We're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to assume you know the names of the commons. Yes. So, But as always, we do like to thank our patrons for supporting the show each and every week um, and give them a shout out. So uh, thank you to D-Dubs, uh, John, Demo, Steve Irwin, Cotillion, Loki, Trickster, Mercurio Blue, Abednego, Meagles, Madness, Darth Herman 2, Twin Hex, Jed the Hamrid, Raven Dragon, Esrid0215, Sunblaze, Worked on Sun, and Yist Out. If you would like to support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash farmingeternal. So how was your draft week? Have you done any drafts? I did a, f- a few drafts yesterday and today. Just I knew that we would be recording, and I wanted to get my mind back in the game. Uh, they did not go well. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because at the end of the month, I think I was top five. Uh, so whatever I was doing was definitely working. Uh, but I'm starting this month off, and this happens sometimes uh, after a few days off, just not knowing what the heck I'm doing or having bad luck running up against bad matchups or something. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I've. Uh, I have currently a 3-0 aggro Praxis deck going, and uh, that seems promising. Uh, that'll be at least a 3-3, but I, I haven't gotten more than three wins in the last four drafts before it, so <laughs> it's not looking good for me being able to help you. No, but no. Maybe I'll rally and, and find my final form, <laughs> or 
<laughs> or find a tool on my utility belt, whichever metaphor we're using, just in time. Uh, I was going to go with the telephone booth. Hopefully you've... Oh, sure. I can I can hop into a telephone booth. Yeah, really the problem is that I'm not wearing a cape. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, hey, the, the audience doesn't need to know that. For this, for this episode... This How do you like a, my cape? <laughs> a cape included. Yep. Um, unfortunately, with the with the podcast, this podcast is cape not included for those of you who want to use this trick at home of uh, upping your win rate with a cape. <laughs> you have to provide your own cape. Yeah, okay. you got to do that. A sheet will be fine. Yeah, my draft week, as you heard, uh, I've had multiple two threes in a row again. I, I sometimes will spike a seven win and then I'll go back to doing two threes with uh, a variety of power leveled decks. So, uh, yeah, not much to really say on that front. Yeah, you know, uh, one person I did want to shout out quickly is uh, the Reddit user Ankle Cutter. Um, they have uh, made a tier list of every single card in set 12 and gave them letter grades. And it was a pretty, um, looked like a pretty big effort. And I was like surprised at how well our grades matched up uh, for, for what it's worth. Uh, based on my record, um, so I'm going to post a link to that in the sh in the show notes or show explanation, and then uh, yeah, you could give that a look. They do they've been doing a lot, you know, of draft uh, help on on the Reddit, and so I like to give people shouts out shout outs for when they do cool stuff like that. We're going to skip card of the week this week because we're going to talk about a lot of cards pretty soon. Yep. Uh, so that brings us to the seven win run breakdown, where I'm going to read a freaking crap ton of names because uh <clears throat> these uh our lists keep coming in hot and heavy we're over at we're over 560 lists for Ooh. this format uh gunner uh, 116 has overtaken frafa in the top spot with uh 44 seven win lists already which I is uh, i don't think i've done 44 drafts in this format yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty incredible uh so for those of you who don't know, this is where we collect people's seven win runs. We put them in a spreadsheet, which you can find some useful metadata about. And then we also kind of do a breakdown of the top commons, uncommons, and rares. And then Alabazoo, every once in a while, works some magic and makes some charts. And you can find those in our Discord, looking at various sort of analyses of, of the data. So thank you to uh, new contributors, uh, Bootsy Bootsy Boom, Ham Chomps, LM Damasi and TC Guru, and as well as our veteran contributors of Abidnego, Abarash, Aboss, Agent Dynamo, Albazoo, Ant Man Rising, Avgots, Caruthers, Cotillion, Darth Herman 2, D Dubs, D Vincent, Fast Cookie, Frafa, Gluner, Gunner, Hats on Lance, Ip Long No, Jed the Hammer, John Holio, Lord Perth, Madness, Matty Oker, Meavers, Mike J, Oldrich, Add on Olim, Pachi, Parmalee, Patamaru, Phil, oh, Jesus. Just ask them how their name is said. They're an active member on the Discord. <laughs> ask. <laughs> Philalethes? Phil sure. Philalethes. 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 Phoenix. Pixel Sorted. Sakarda. <laughs> Sniper Bomb. 613. Steve Irwin. Tempest Dragon King. It's Twin Hex. Vader. Thank you, everyone, for uh, submitting all these lists. It's really incredible. Thank you, John, 
for entering all of these lists into a spreadsheet that's almost as incredible. Uh, we really appreciate all the community effort here. Uh, yes, I want to thank everyone as well, and I want to apologize for eating a cookie while, <laughs> while Patamaru was reading that list. <laughs> all right. No, that, that was better than the last time. Last episode, you like fell asleep, and I was like asking you questions, and I was like, hey, hats, hats. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> I can I can fall asleep pretty easily during even exciting things, especially exciting things. My girlfriend and I are, are watching all of the Marvel movies from the beginning uh, because she hadn't seen very many of them. And uh, I am regularly falling asleep during like the big fight scenes. <laughs> Do you think that's an exercise worth worth doing? Uh, we're enjoying it so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because there were a few that I missed as well, and seeing them in order is sort of, you see the whole thing develop. You have to be enjoying them, though. I wouldn't do it because it's like an obligation, but I, we're, we're liking it. We're also not, we're also taking our time. We're not like watching a movie a day. We're like watching the first half of a movie and then finishing it the next day and just kind of being relaxed about the whole thing. Right. So are is that chronological based on when they were released? Is there like yes. an official watch order or? Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a chronological version and actually on Disney plus you can, they have it listed that way. Like if you want to watch them chronologically, you can, they have a category for that. Uh, but we don't, I don't care about that, uh, that much. <laughs> I would rather see them in the order of creative, uh, you know, of, in the order that they were conceived and, 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 and created because that's the real evolution not the timeline. i don't care about laura at all i don't care about what happened in the fictional universe even a little bit i care about you know the evolution of the storytelling so uh that's that's the way we're watching them is the order they came out in and of course that means we have to like figure out how to watch hulk and the spider-man movies because they're still owned by somebody else anyway i'm sure this is fascinating <laughs> All right, so I guess that means, uh, well, I, I haven't seen any. Uh, we don't really need to go into why I don't like superheroes. I'm just a horrible curmudgeon, but <laughs> lose lots of friends. It's, I mean, there's, there's always something that everyone's watched that I haven't watched. I can't talk to anyone about Ted Lasso. I've just finished the first season. I don't watch hardly any TV, but my wife loves watching TV, so yeah. that was the show I I let her make me watch let's uh let's start this draft this is my oh, we have it we need to get seven wins here we're running low oh. on the funds here the expedition gear gives is the six time relic that gives everything plus one plus one on your side and then when you play uh, a unit that doesn't have any battle abilities that gets an additional plus one plus one and then if you contract six uh you get like i don't know you get a, a couple of things you get a a, a one, a one, one, a one three with charge. Yeah, which ends up being a three three and a and a like a two four. Um, so it's a lot of value for one card. You know, it's like a hyped up uh, horn of plenty. I, I think it's good. So I guess let's see what else is in the pack. There's a curfew patrol in uncommon. That's pretty good. That's easily a first pickable card. Some people I'm sure will take Stonebreaker Bow. I have not had any luck with Stonebreaker Bow decks though, so I don't usually go in on it that easy, that this early rather. Uh, and there's nothing else that's standing out here. It would be Curfew Patrol if it wasn't the Expedition gear. So I would suggest taking the gear. Yes. So we'll. Take I know you want to stay away from time, and that's the problem with this rare for you. But uh, uh, I think it's still good enough. Yeah, I just never have a ton of luck with these like 
expensive obelisk effects um, personally. So I've played a, a bunch of expedition gear in this format, and it's never as great as everyone tells me it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, what can you do? Uh, so this next pack uh, has, it's got a Felm Tome, it's got a Brigade Hall, which is the uh, one of the best uncommons in the set. It makes a 3-3 three, three for 3, and then you can pay 5 uh, once per turn to give a unit plus 3, plus 3, and Endurance. So unless there's something spectacular in the commons, I would just take the Brigade Hall, and I don't see anything spectacular. So I no. this is an and easy so pick. there's the... The three uncommons left and all the commons, so someone just took the right. rare. Yeah. Someone's taken the rare, so we have no idea what we're we're doing in terms of factions yet. All right. Brigade so Hall is always good. And Justice is like the strongest faction anyway at this point, right? So we're I okay. Think so. Okay, so uh, the rare and a common have been taken from this next pack. One of the uncommons is Icy Hold. That's the Huru Invoke card. And... There's Realize Your Potential, which is a good card in some decks, but I would never take it third. Uh, there's Commons of Note or Chloric Mix, and Unseen Marksman and Disarm, I suppose. Yeah. And then Inscribe, there's Scale Hide and Warning Shot, not you know the best Inscribe cards. No, you wouldn't take those this early. Uh, what do you think? I, I don't know. I, I guess I would just take Icy Hold here is where I would lean. We already have a good Justice card. The other option is Chloric Mix for me. It's like between Icy Hold and Chloric Mix. And since we already have a Justice card, if we're going to go add blue to this, I figure it might as well just be Icy Hold. Yeah, I think I basically agree with that. I I have found that, that going in too hard on my first few picks uh, can really backfire in this format. Mm -hmm. I'm really in any Eternal format, but this one definitely. So I usually don't feel like I need to back up my first couple of picks because if I get cut off too hard, then uh, it's really rough if I've decided on my two factions by the end of pack one already. But I think Icy Hold is enough better than Chloric Mix that I think it's fine to take it here. And those really are the main options. Uh, Unseen Marksman would also be fine, uh, but I, I don't think it, I think Icy Hold is still better if you're going to add another faction in there. Yeah. All right, so Icy Hold it is. So we have Expedition Gear, Brigade Hall, and Icy Hold. Okay, so a rare, an uncommon, and a common are missing from this next pack. Uh, uncommons are Draconic Looting. That's the fire card that draws three cards and discard them at the end of the turn. It has inscribed. And then we have the Skycrag uh, Invoke card, Frostburn, that deals two damage or one, to an enemy or one damage to two enemies. Uh, none of the commons are good, except for Stonebreaker Bow, which would put us in two new factions. Yes, so, it, it's kind of interesting with the commons, because the only... There are no Justice commons. There's no Justice card in this pack. The okay. primal common is just Teriak Screecher, and the time common is just Dismantle. Yeah. And in burden, but that's not really playable. No, and so this could just be a weak pack, but it, obviously a Justice card has definitely been taken out of it, so I don't think we should feel too tied to Justice. I think it's healthier to be a little bit more open at this point. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, how do you feel about just taking Frostburn? I think that I would take Frostburn here, yeah. Powerful card, yeah. Okay. All right, this next pack uh, 
is, uh, let's see, the rare is still here. That's Elemental Fury. That deals four damage to every unit and, and sight. Um, it's the it's a Skycrag card. Uh, there's also Open Your Eyes, a card that's very good for my opponents and terrible for me. <laughs> uh, there's there's Talk the Alarming, which I think gets a bad rap and is actually a pretty decent card, but I wouldn't move into time for it. That's the Clock Roach uh, that, that grows both times you... I don't know, it's got Revenge. Um, and, and then in the Commons, uh, there's a Midnight Hunter, there's a Frost Pact Sprite, there's another Stonebreaker Bow. So if we really wanted a Stonebreaker Bow deck, we definitely could have had one. And uh, I guess that's kind of it as a Grenadine Rescue. Yeah, I feel like we just take Elemental Fury here, right? Yeah, I think it's a first pickable card. So the fact that it's fifth means maybe uh, maybe Skycrag perhaps uh, splashing for... Or, or really just being Fire um, and any other faction splashing for Fury and Frostburn is not an unreasonable thing to do. Yes, I, I agree. So we'll take Fury here. All right. Uh, this next pack has a couple of uncommons left: Arachnoid Terror and Bless the Wild. Um, uh, I don't think I would go into Shadow Four and Arachnoid Terror, although I'm not unhappy to play them usually. Uh, there are some Justice cards left in the commons: Rune Sword and Shiftstone Sniper, which are both fine uh, when you get this far into a into a pack. Um, Bless the Wild is the Huru card that gives a unit plus one plus one or negates a spell played directly on that unit if you contract it. Uh, there's also an Ice Over, that's the inscribed card that stuns an enemy unit and gives you an Aegis. And um, also Sensari Firebrand and Graviturgist. What are your thoughts here? I don't, uh, this is a tricky <laughs> this is tricky based on like what cards <laughs> we have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of personally would lean towards Ice Over just as a pretty good uh, Primal and Scribe card. We have a bunch of Primal cards we want to play, be it on the Splash or Main. And so Ice Over sort of helps that Yep. <laughs> that plan. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it. I think Ice Over being here this late is the is the biggest signal of any of these cards, because I think people generally like it and draft it. I think the mm. second pick would probably be Rune Sword, because it's um, it's possible that we would want to splash Brigade Hall or something like that, and having inscribed cards for your splash is good. But since we already kind of want to play Primal um, for all of our most powerful cards, having ice and, and we may be splashing them, Ice Over seems great. Yeah. All right, so we'll take Ice Over here as our... Early inscribed card. Yeah, we don't have any units. <laughs> so our next, the next pack. Uh, well, all the uncommons. Two units. That's true. Uh, all of the uncommons and uh, rare are gone now. There's a trick throw. There's a lotus instructor. Uh, another ice over, and then there's some. There's a scale hide, and then some fire cards: lava blood rager and danger bot. Do any of our cards activate danger bot? Nope. Very few things do. Yeah, it's crazy. Frostburn could technically, but... It can. It, it can. Like, seems like a waste. Um, all right, I guess we just take Trick Throw here? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think Trick Throw is fine. Good good little removal spell. Uh, we definitely are going to need some, some strong units at some point, but we just sort of haven't seen them. 
Yeah. Uh, this next pack has another Stonebreaker bow, another Danger Bot, Lethrite Trapper. Who I, I've I've had quite a few trappers played against me, and they never get there. Kosul Envoy. This is a nice little one-drop green card. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like uh, it's just Kosul Envoy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we might end up we might end up playing Justice still. Yeah, and I don't know. Danger Bot's just not exciting. I mean, Danger do Bot is really good occasionally, and then most of the time is unplayable, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, here it is, our first unit, Coastal Envoy. Yeah, it's holding the ground. Um, so we've got, uh, in this next pack, a Twin Flame Brood. In case you've never drafted or played it, that's the 1-4 flying double damage um, Skycrag unit costs five, and because there's almost no way to increase the power of a Skycrag unit, it's really hard to play well. <laughs> um, and then there's a Frost Pact sprite, and then an Emburden and a Dismantle. I guess it's just Frost Pact sprite. Yeah, yeah I know. Twin Flame Brood is it's so disappointing. It's a really uh, tough sell. Yeah, there's almost no there's almost no way to to, to to help it, there's there's a there's a minimum of of tricks in fire and none in primal. So what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, you really want like a Iona's Fury or something. Yeah, yeah, Iona's Fury is fine. Um, if you're playing some sort of like red, blue, purple deck, then you can give it bonuses. Here's another one in this next pack. Uh, there's also a Lethrite Pathfinder and a Ritual Dagger. Lethrite Pathfinder's fine. It's yeah. actually actively good uh, with only three cards left in the pack, and we're playing Primal. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the main problem, honestly, with Tim, Twin Flame Brood is there's already the five-cost 3-3 three, three Overwhelm in Fire, mm -hmm. and that might be worst, worse, but it's so marginally worse, that, and you can't play an infinite amount of understated five-cost Flyers. No, it's the five. The five cost is generally pretty, um, pretty heavy. Anyway, and just in this format, you can easily end up with too many five drops. Right, so this next pack has a Graviturgist and another Pathfinder, which we're definitely taking. And finally, a Dismantle. So what we've got here now is Frostpact Sprite, Coastal Envoy, two Lethrite Pathfinders, uh, Brigade Hall, Expedition Gear, Dismantle, Trick Throw, Frostburn, Ice Over, Elemental Fury, and Icy Hold. We mostly want to play Primal because we've got at least some some early plays and some removal and stuff. But other than that, I think we're pretty open. Uh, we've got a we've got a sort of a bomb in Expedition Gear in time, and then a very some very good Justice cards. And some fire, uh, so we just sort of have to play it by ear. So this next pack in pack two, uh, or the rare is Insatiable Sarasaur. That's the three, three for four that uh, that grows by however much power it can suck away from you uh, every time it attacks. There's also a Sky Sweeper. That's the two, two stealth uh, that uh, at the start of your turn becomes a four, four with flying, and, and you discard a card. There's a Tandem Training. Is a Skycrag card, but I don't think we're taking that right now. Uh, it gives <laughs> both of our units plus one, plus one. But uh, right now, it doesn't feel like we're ever going to be attacking with two units at the same time. And then a bunch of commons. Uh, standout commons are, I would say, Finest Hour. There's a Mod Ready Drone. Yeah. That's There's about a Spear Frenzy Warrior in Fire, yep. and then yep. the only Rolling Fog in Primal. 
So there's yeah. no real good primal card here. So no. <clears throat> I guess for me, it's in it's between Insatiable Sarasaur or Skysweeper. Yeah, I think so for me too. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Skysweeper is a better pick than Finest Hour or Drone. Yeah. Um, so I I don't really know. We we sort of have the same amount of <laughs> of justice and time. If you know, we like, do. I think that our well, I think our justice is stronger than our time right now. We've got Icy Hold and Brigade Hall. Yes. But uh, where, whereas the time, I mean, Sarasaur is a bigger bomb than Skysweeper. Yes. But I do, my instinct is that Skysweeper is a better pick here. All right. Yeah, we can go with Skysweeper. I wish I could articulate why. I just feel like it's more likely that our Justice deck is going to be good than our, um, than our, than our time deck. Yeah, my one worry with Skysweeper is that if you're if we end up playing a bunch of colors to like to splash the fire or whatever, then I get like a little nervous having to discard cards when you're also trying to play like a lot of influence, you know, playing a yeah. lot of influence. Sure. Well, yeah, um, that's. That's true. I don't think it's any worse to discard when you're playing a lot of influence than any other way. You can always discard non-influence cards if you need to, but um, yeah. also Skysweeper is better as an aggressive card, but it's fine as anything, you know? Yes. All right, so I will take the Skysweeper there. We've taken the Skysweeper. The rare in this next pack is Insider of Madness. That's the 7 Shadow Shadow 5-6 that uh, steals... An en a random enemy unit um, that's that has less strength than it at the beginning of each turn and doesn't give it back, right? Or does it? Does it, does it, it give it does back? give it back. Okay, it just doesn't actually. Oh no, it's it, very it says confusing. this turn. And then it, I, I guess, um, you get I a new one every that. turn. I guess I should know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's no real primal card here. The uncommons are stalking assassin, gilded flames, and noble firemain. All of which are, would be a stretch, and none of them are that great. And uh, commons, there's a char, there's a battle-wise elite. Uh, and I guess the next best card would maybe be Civic Peacekeeper. Um, I'm never thrilled about playing Civic Peacekeeper, but it's not a terrible card. Right. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I don't know. <laughs> it's... Uh-huh. It's kind of between Char, Battlewise Elite, and Rule of Sky for me. And I, I think I, I would lean Char. I would lean Char, too, here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about this pick, but I think it's Char. Yeah. So the rare is Steel Fang Chakram. Uh, that's, the, that's the plus four, plus zero weapon that keeps coming back every time uh, the unit it's on dies. Yes. And... That's always a good card. It would help to have units to put it on. That's always better. Um, but it is good. There's uh, The uncommons are, are kind of a load of nothing. I mean, if we were solidly in time, then Dune Phantom would be a fine pickup. It's the 0-6 Flying Ambush. The commons, nothing exciting. There's Cyber Hyena, which I'm usually fine with in any primal deck. 
and then there's a sky crew. Yeah, I'm a little confused about what these commons that people keep taking are. <laughs> yeah, there's two commons missing from this pack. I mean, they met, there's there's a handful of really good commons. Could have been a torch. I don't know. I wouldn't take torch over Shakram in most decks, but maybe they need it. Uh, yeah, well, it would suck if it was torch. Um, <laughs> it would suck. Yeah, because if, if I I feel like I want to take Steel Fang and then look to go back to Skycrag as our as our option but yeah we can do that it's a powerful card and none of the others are exciting obviously we do need units pretty badly but maybe we'll get them uh we're only two picks into this to this pack so are you thinking something like cyber hyena then i mean that would be the second one but shikram is such a better card than hyena i think it's worth taking it here uh right. we are at some point we're going to have to really prioritize taking units because this is way fewer than i like to have at this point so, well, it probably wasn't Torch, because there's a Torch in this next pack, and it's the only card, it's the only playable card in the entire pack, so I guess we're taking it. You're, so we're not taking yet. we're not desperate enough to take Yeti Bully, the no, one we're not, killer over Torch. We're not yet. taking that, and, and we're not taking Core Scavenger, which is a 5-4 for 7 that gives one of your other units plus 2, plus 1. I don't hate it as as the top end in a deck that's missing that doesn't have a lot of strong cards, but obviously we're not taking it over Torch. All right. Torch it is, then. It's a good sign for fire being open. Maybe we can end up with some actual units at some point. So this next pack, uh, the rare is still here. It's Form Bend. I'm not playable in draft, as far as I, can, I know. There's an uncommon here that is usually, though. That's Improvised Rubbler. Uh, seven Fire, 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 5-5 five, five Relic Weapon that plays two Grenadins when you summon it. Um, the commons, there's a Minotaur Grunt, there's a Yeti Spy, there's a Topaz Drake, which I actually really like as a as a finisher in Skycrag decks. And that's about it. Yeah. I would take Rubbler over Topaz Drake as a finisher, though. I think once you get to seven, being able to sort of stabilize the board and kill their biggest thing is is pretty good. Yeah, my worry is just the three fire fire with how our draft oh, sure. is going. Currently. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, we might be able to play straight Skycrags still, maybe maybe a little bit of a splash. Once you get up to seven, usually you've got the three fire you need. Okay. So I mean, I think the other one to take is Topaz Drake, and that's kind of a replaceable thing, you know, we don't... Yes. No, I, I agree. I'm just, like I said, the three fire fire with how our messy our draft is makes me a little nervous, but... I think fire is open this direction, so I think we're doing okay there, actually. Um, so here in this next pack, uh, there's one uncommon left, Ring of Glamour, and then notable commons are Concealed Veteran, the 3-3 with Stealth and Time. There's a Sentinel Sifter, the 3-3 for 4 and Fire. It can give something double damage. And then there's some Shadow cards, Miasma, Dev Devour, and Spirit Drain. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. Um, I guess we just have to take Sentinel Sifter. Yeah, we can take Sifter. Obviously, Veteran is a better card, but I don't know if we're really playing time. I don't know if Concealed Veteran is a signal so much as, like, nobody wants to be in time. Yes. Yeah, and it might be I, a signal, but I think it's just a pack 2-3 signal, and yeah. that's, you know. Yeah, we can All take right. Sifter. Sifter is not a good card, but I think this is just sort of a nearly dead pack. And, oh, Rewarded. 
Fire is definitely open this direction because the only card worth talking about in this pack is Oni Battle Driver, and it's generally pretty good. I mean, obviously, the more units you're playing, the better Battle Driver is, but it's always a solid card. Yeah, and we got we got our improvised rubbler for. Yeah, yeah, make some units. Uh, so this next pack uh, is bad for everyone uh, except maybe a Xenon player. Um, there's uh, let's see, Savage Denial is an uncommon. I don't think it's ever worth playing and actually playing a Savage Denial. And then in the commons, there's another Spirit Drain. There's a Xenon Cupbearer, the two four with Life Steal in Xenon, and then there's a Teleport. I don't mind playing a Teleport. We might end up having to play Time, so I think it's the best card here. Okay. We could take the Savage Denial, uh, but I think it's a pretty. We're having a bad day if we actually have to play it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of fast spells, but. Well, like we can take the Savage Denial. We might not play time at all. I don't know. Go okay. for it. Play, take the Savage Denial. Live a little. Uh, next pack has, let's see, the rare is Electrostatic Distortion, unplayable. There's an Icicle Marksman, a 1-3 for 4 that does 1 damage when you cast a spell. We do have a lot of spells. Uh, and then Shadow is sort of mildly open as usual, so there's a Dire Fang Spider here. Yeah, so Icicle Marksman, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, I don't think we're going to play it, but let's take no, it. No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, Shadow continues to be open, because all of the cards left are Shadow, and they're all bad. Uh, there's a Toctic, an Improvised Club, and a Banished Umbrin. I would take the club here. Who knows? Uh, next uh, is Agile Strike and Valkyrie Militant. I guess the... Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're never going to play the Agile Strike, really. Love for our Yeti. For our Yeti? Icicle Marksman. We've now just dealt two damage. Oh, sure. We certainly have. We've done two damage. Yeah, all right. We can take the Adult Strike. I think Militant is more likely to make our deck, though. Really? Yeah, a little bit. But we, you can take the Agile Strike. I just don't think that we're actually going to play it. But uh, we, can, we can take it. And then a Ward Shield, which I didn't even know was in the format. Oh, man. Punished for not taking the Melifant. Yep. Okay. Uh, what's the state of the Union here? We've got a really bad unit base, um, but we've got some decent removal. So we... Yeah, we, just... we have a Char, a Torch, a Trick Throw, a Frostburn, and an Elemental Fury in yeah. our Skycrag removal. So... That's, we're not that's... we're not good at killing it, uh, large things, and we don't have any large units. But so we kind of need we kind of need big threatening units at some point. So there's a reason for us to be spending all of this time uh, on removal. So we'll see what we find. Uh, this next pack has a, a rare. The rare is the Shieldsmith. That's the zero five for four justice. It has life steal. When you lose armor, it gains that much uh, that much strength. That's, you know, it's a fine card in some decks. We don't have any support for it particularly right now, except for Rubbler. Um, and it's and it's Injustice. So we also have, uh, in the Uncommon area, we have Sentinel Mold, which we can't possibly take because it requires playing units, and it's not good anyway. There's Borderlands Lookout. That's the time, uh, zero, 3 for 1 time, and it gets plus 1 strength for each type of influence the enemy player has. So the uh, notable commons are Cyber Hyena, Yeti Snowslinger, um, 
in time there's an apprentice mage in justice there's a copper hall marshal i think that's about it that's relevant for us yes i i'm leaning towards the yeti snow slinger yeah i think that's fine um it's early on and some because we have so much damage based removal uh a random snowball is pretty good yeah Next pack, uh, Runic Transformation. Tra transform two of your units into each other. That's the rare. Uh, it's almost insulting. And <laughs> uh, in the uncommon section, there's a Scorpion Wasp, clearly the best card in the pack. And uh, in the commons, there's almost nothing. There's a First Frost Shaman, the 2-5 five for 5, that gives another unit plus 3 health. There's a Dispel, there's an Alchemical Blast, which is worse than our other removal, so I wouldn't pick it up here. Uh, either we take the Scorpion Wasp as the best card in the pack, or we take the Shaman as just a sort of a unit. Uh, we can take the... I guess we can take the Shaman. Just take the Shaman, yeah. I think so. It's fine, it's a blocker. Um, Let's see. Uh, now there's an Elysian banner in this next pack, so I sort of wish we'd just taken this the, the wasp. Uh, okay, so the rare is another bad rare, and that's why we're seeing it. It's Amar Dark Summoner. There's a Blister Sting Wasp, which is a great card. 1-3 Flying Deadly for 2 in Xenon, so we would have to splash for it. Uh, there's a Wildfire Sensari. When you play a spell, Wildfire Sensari gets plus 1, plus 1 in Quick Draw this turn. And then in Commons, there's an Elysian banner uh, there's, I don't know, some stuff, a Mithril Mace, a Rule of the Skies, a Horned Vorlunk. I think Sensari might be actively good in our deck. Yeah, we do have a lot of little, you know, our Agile Strike. Yep, Char, an even better example. Uh, you know, just, uh, you don't have to play a fast spell to make Sensari good. You can play, you know, a Torch before combat and then just attack with your 6-4 Quick Draw. Uh, by the way, Sensari, in case you don't remember what it is, is a 5-3 that gets plus one, plus one in quick draw when you play a spell. And that that's repeatable, right? You can play... Yes. Yeah. It, you can do it multiple times per turn or, you know, every turn or whatever. Yeah. Um, so this next pack has another Shieldsmith as the rare. It's been a bad pack for rares. Um, the uncommon is, that's left is Sticky Flytrap. So there's two uncommons and a common missing from this pack. And then the commons, there's a thorn crawler. That's the shadow one, uh, the four one with lifesteal, stealth, can't block. And the rest of it is is just junk. There's a grandfather's axe, there's a centaur outrider, a smith's hammer, a violent gust in the skycrag colors. Uh, it's really, I mean, flytrap, again, the time card is the best card by far. Yeah, it is. I mean, do we just have to take Centaur Outrider, or do we just, like, never want to play that card? We definitely don't want to play it. Um, let's take a look and see if there's any, like, how good we are at actually making contact with a Centaur Outrider. We have a bunch of removal for small things. Yes. And that's fine. Um, and then it can attack into big things, so potentially we can play it. We don't want to take the Grandfather's Axe because we just don't have enough units, and it's not a good card anyway. Yeah, and if but uh, yeah, my thing is if we take our Justice units out of our pool, then currently we are only at nine units. Yeah, and well, not, and that's and there's <laughs> and that's with Icicle Marksman. Yeah, uh, I guess we don't have a lot of like 
fixing either. So we can't just take the fly trap really. No. Otherwise, I'm kind of inclined to just do that and then. I mean, we do have a dismantle as uh, in an inscribe card. Yep. But that's it right now. Well, because this is a difficult draft and we haven't been able to find a lane, I I usually default to just taking the good cards and then trying to fix for them. Um, but, All right. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna take the fly trap there, and I think that's I think that's okay. Uh, this next pack has uh, you know a bunch more time cards. <laughs> uh, Glimpse another age is the rare; it's unplayable. Uh, the uncommon is Valkyrie Cadet. We don't have uh, well, of course, if we were playing um, Valkyrie Cadet is the one one for three that gets flying and double damage with a weapon. Obviously, that's very good with Shakram, but I don't think we have anything else we can play with it. So uh, I don't think that's really in consideration. Uh, in time, there's a dormant Sentinel, the seven seven for seven, and a Scorpion, the one one deadly for one. Uh, those are kind of the best commons that are left. We could also take another Sentinel Sifter. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is tough. I mean, it's. I guess the question is, do we want just like another mediocre Sentinel Sifter, or are we like really committed to this like four color amalgamation? I just don't think we're. I mean, I just don't think we're ever going to play two Sentinel Sifters, even even missing as many, even with as bad a unit base as we have. Uh-huh. Uh, I would actually just take the dormant Sentinel and just have like a fin. Well, maybe that's bad. I think the Scorpion's probably better. Yeah. Okay, Scorpion. Yeah, let's just take Scorpion. We haven't seen a lot of playable cards in this pack. Period. So that's a problem. Um, this next pack, again, uh, well, finally a rare is missing, so there must have been a good one, finally. Um, <laughs> and then there's two uncommons, a confiscate, kill an attachment, draw a card, it's in time, there's a granite ring. Once per turn, you may pay three to give your units plus one strength and overwhelm this turn, it costs three, it's in fire. And then the other, co- the commons are like uh, Stalwart Silverwing, Silverblade Reaper, Toctic Manufactured Force, Steadfast Deputy. Uh, very close to being just an entirely unplayable pack. Uh, Granite Ring is fine if you're going to be doing a lot of attacking, but I, it seems unlikely that we're going to be doing that. Yeah. I think just the Silver Wing, right? Yeah, we can take the Silver Wing. There's a possible, it's possible that we'll play it, but again, we're, we're, get, we're asking Pack 4 to supply us with a lot here. Um, the uh, This next pack, the rare is Devastating Setback. It's a two-shadow card, so I don't think we can really make it work. There's... Uh, in the commons, there's a Sky Crew, there's an Arachnidon Egg, a Fresh Recruit. Oh boy. Just the dregs. I think it might be just Sky Crew because I don't think that... The thing about Arachnidon Egg is it's very difficult to play in multicolor decks. Yeah. Because you really want it to come out on turn one. Yeah, so Sky Crew it is. Yep. Uh, next pack, a Spell Swipe, which is a good card, uh, but uh, we would have to stretch to play it. Um, that's the rare. And in commons, a Daring Maneuver, a Tower Top Patrol. There's, there's another Stalwart Silver Wing and another Valkyrie Militant. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we just have to take the Tower Top Patrol, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Tower Top Patrol is fine. 
Yeah, a daring maneuver would be the much superior card, uh, except that our unit base is super weak, so uh, we don't even want to be getting into combat because a lot of times uh, we're we're going to get into combat, and even a daring maneuver won't uh, save our unit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll exactly. Be too small. I mean, it's obviously great with wildfire Sensari, but we can't play as though we all always have Sensari on the board. Okay, next pick. Uh, there's uh, Caleb's Choice. That's the Skycrag fast spell, negate an enemy spell with a single faction, or kill an enemy attachment with a single faction. And then other cards are Shadow cards, Muck Devourer, Spirit Drain, and then a Time card, Teleport. I guess I guess Caleb's Choice is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, there's a Blood of Makar in this next pack, a Toctic, and an Ensnare. So nothing, basically. I guess we might play Ensnare. Uh, then Grave Robbery and Sabotage. So Shadow was open, but this, there weren't actually any good cards uh, that we ever saw. And then a Piercing Grief. I don't think that should ever go that late, but if nobody's taking Shadow cards, then that's what happens. So... So we're uh, let's let's just take a look at what we have because uh, it is a bad draft, but uh, let's see what our chances are of actually salvaging it. Um, we have some early, so we have a bunch of like primal fire removal and then some early primal units, and we'll probably see some more primal in this pack. We were pretty badly cut off on it in last pack, but this pack it should be open. And then we've got so sort of a smattering of justice stuff and time stuff, uh, some of which we'll almost certainly have to play. I like the justice a little bit better because Brigade Hall is good. Over time, you mean? Yeah, over time, if we have yeah. to play one or the other. And I don't think we want to play four colors if we can possibly help it. Yes, I do think... Our like actual justice units aren't great. Nope. But no, that's true. I mean, the time. I guess the time is a little bit more solid uh, overall. It's, we've got a scorpion, sticky flytrap, and tower top patrol, as well as the expedition gear at the top. But we'd really like to get some fixing. Yes. So, so this next what? pack. Um. Yeah. The rare is Cambrai Law Mage. I don't even know what that is because it's a legendary. It's a 2-3 for 2 Justice Justice. It has Valor. The enemy player can't play more than one unit per turn, one spell per turn, and one attachment per turn. So that's not even really a legendary that you're excited about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, we opened a legendary, and even if we really, really wanted to play Justice, we would have to think twice about taking it. So this is just an unlucky draft. And uh, the uncommons are Sindane's Bracers. Uh, it's a ramp relic for three. The Lethrite Kidnapper, which is the shadow card. 3-1 um, flyer that kidnaps a card out of your opponent's hand and then uh, gives them a card when it dies. Then there's Curiax's Hunt. Let's give a unit killer and invoke. That's the invoke a lesion card. Uh, in commons... We have a Jotun Spellhammer. That's the inscribed 4-4 uh, Aegis card. There's a Lotus Instructor. as uh, a Warning Shot. There's a Dive Bomber, depending on what colors we're actually playing. I guess it's Kyriox's Hunt here. You think? I... I mean, we don't really have anything that wants to get Killer because it doesn't survive. Yeah, I almost feel like we need to take Spellhammer here. 
Yeah, I think Spellhammer is probably a responsible pick. Yeah, that'll that'll help our power base a bit. Yeah. One of Primal's better commons, I guess. Uh, so this next pack, the rare is missing. Uh, the uncommon, the only uncommon that's playable is another Curiox's Hunt, and it's shiny and it looks really great. Um, then there's also a Hoof Stop. There's a Lethrite Pathfinder. There's a Thudrock's Ruse. Uh, I think those are our best options. There's also some Justice cards, Last Life, Refugee, and Diminish. Yeah, I, I would lean towards Hoof Stomp here. Yeah, I think it's fine. Hoof Stomp is fine. We need some. We do need ways of of finishing the game, so we just sort of have to hope that we'll see something like that. Yeah. Right now, we're leading pretty heavily on Sensari and Spellhammer, neither of which are great finishers. Sensari's fine. Next pack has the rare missing and a common. There's a stolen augmentation, which would be very difficult for us to play in the uncommon slot. Um, then there's. Oh, there's just nothing. Um, I think this may be the worst draft I've ever done in this format. There's a Forestall. There's a Breach the Defenses. There's a Mature Averax. There's a Frost Pact Sprite. There's a Dismantle, but I don't think it's worth playing just for the Inscribe. Might as well just play a Time Sigil. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I mean, if we're going to try to splash justice, then we can play breach the defenses and not regret it. Yes. I don't know. I don't really want another sprite. <laughs> no, I also don't want another prospect sprite. Uh, it would be okay, but like we don't really need the removal, and it's not a good unit on its own. I mean, it's okay because we could put you know we could put the steel fang on it. Okay, so what I guess do you we think? Could, I don't know. I guess we could. I guess we really should take Sprite, uh, just so we have a few guaranteed plays here and there. They can't always remove Sprite. It's not a great card, but we just sort of need to have a have stuff that we can definitely do for sure. Do you think so? You think Sprite? Yeah, I don't even know if we're going to be be splashing Justice or not at this point. Yeah, at this, at this point, partway through Pack Four. So here, this next pack, there's a Learn to Bite. Uh, five Primal Primal, transform a unit into a 5-5 five, five Carnosaur with Killer. There's a Thunder Wing. That's the 3-3 three, three Flying Overwhelm for 5 Fire that we mentioned earlier. There's a Warrior Monk. Um, and then there's some other stuff. Danger Bot, Disarm. So Warrior Monk's probably the best card. Learn to Bite is, is fine, though. Um, I don't... I don't generally hate it, especially when you're playing stuff like Pathfinder and Yeti Snowslinger, where you can get a little value and then turn it into a 5-5 with Killer. Yes. How how does that work with a card like Frostpack Sprite? Do you know? Do, will it? That that will free up the thing that it's that it's that it's keeping stunned for sure. Okay. Yeah. As soon as it stops being a Frostpack Sprite, it's done. It's done doing Frostpack Sprite work. Okay, so learn to bite then. Yeah, I think learn to bite is fine. We could take a Thunderwing here too, but I think learn to bite is better, just with the cards that oh, we have. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Could we take? I don't know. Do you want to take Thunderwing instead? We have a lot of removal, but we don't have a lot of removal for for mid-sized units. We have removal for small things. 
Yeah, I just again with the now this is double primal. <laughs> we don't have a triple fire double primal. Uh, uh sure. I mean, we could take Thunderwing if you want. I think Learn to Bite's still a better pick, but just on power level. But um, we could take we can take Thunderwing. Yeah, yeah. I've had mixed results with Learn to Bite, but I'll take it. Okay. Okay, in this pack, we have a rare remaining. It's Sindane, Arcanum Curator. That's the 2-3 three for 3 fire time. It has Valor. When it attacks, you create and draw a Power Burst, and uh, you can draw a card by contracting 2 with it. It's pretty good. Uh, there's also a Battlefront Dasher. That's the uh, most annoying card in the format. The 2-1 one for 1 in fire uh, that gets that can give a unit plus one, plus one in charge. Um, and uh, there's also Starkist Wings and Mithril Guardian in the inscribed category. Those would inscribe for justice. Um, I feel like we need to take like the Mithril Guardian, maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I kinda, I know Battlefront Dasher is fire, but it just feels like we're not doing what Battlefront Dasher is doing. No, that's true. No, we don't really have any way of backing up that aggression, and it's not that great a card if you're not doing that. And so then that means it's either the Time Lost in Thought inscribe card or the Justice inscribe cards, Mithril Guardian and Starkist Wings. Well, what, do we gain more out of uh, Splashing Time than we do in Justice? Nah, I mean, Justice is really just Brigade Hall. And just Brigade Hall. It's not Times Expedition Gear. Well, we can't do anything really fun with Lost in Thought because we don't have any. We don't have any way of granting anything killer. Right. I think you're right. I think Mithril Guardian is probably the way to go here. Okay. It's for a little early defense, so some of our stuff can can come online. Um, and then this next pack has a Rombas Challenge. That's the Fire Time Invoke card. And I probably actually would have taken Sindane out of that last pack, but it's okay. Um, and just had a bad power base. So we also have, uh, there's a there's a Vermin's Feast here. It's a Shadow card. We can't take it. There's a Lava Blood Rager. There's a Trick Throw and a Vow of Silence. Yeah, I mean, Trick Throw is the best card. Um, I think we need finishers, like like something, some payoff for, for dithering around for several turns. Uh, Lava Blood Rager is not a good card, but I think it just fills us a slot in our deck right now better than Trick Throw does. Okay. And a ton of ton of removal, and we just, like, just plopping down a 5-5 five five at some point seems like what we need to be able to do. All right. So Lava Blood Rager. Yep. Uh, this next pack has Molten Feet, an Ice Over, and a Hoof Stomp for us. Yeah. Those aren't bad. I don't think Molten Feet is the pick because it's an aggressive card and not a very aggressive deck. Uh, Ice Over, I would sometimes take over Hoof Stomp depending, but I think just having the hard removal in Hoof Stomp is good because, again, we're we're a little weak against... Um, excuse me. Uh, we're a little weak against uh, mid-sized units. Yes. Again, I, yeah, I might take the Ice Over again just because we don't have that much in Scribe right now or playing three colors. I don't know. 
That's true. Um, I I just think that. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we can take the we can take the ice over. It's fine. I think that the the trouble is that what ice over actually does is either if you're an aggressive deck, you can get in for lethal damage, or if you're uh, a defensive deck, it's just delaying things. And I don't know what we're. I don't know. Having that temporary delay doesn't really help us that much. Right. But no, it does I, get... I mean, it has the advantage of being inscribed, the just basic advantage for sure. Yes. All right, it, so you still think we can stop? Uh, no, that's... Uh, I'm, you know what? I haven't been having a lot of luck here. I mean, neither one of us has uh, over the last couple of days. But yeah, let's take, a, let's take ice over so that we can actually splash two colors if we need to. And I think we might need to. So here, this next pack has a Storm Blast. Uh, we've talked about it a lot, but that's the uh, fast spell for two Primal Primal. Deal four damage to an enemy uh, unit or sight play this turn, or negate an enemy spell with cost four or less. Then there's some other stuff. Shadow, I don't know, maybe we should have been in Shadow this whole time. There was never a clear point to get into it, but there's a Cabal Embezzler and a Call to Hit here, both of which are premium Shadow commons. Then there's also a Gravitur, just in a Mature Averax. I don't mind taking the Storm Blast. I know it's double primal, but you don't cast it on turn two anyway. Right. No, I agree. And then over here in this uh, pack with four cards left in it, there's a Keep Your Distance, a Bog Fumes, a Left Right Trapper, and a Vow of Silence. I think we just take the Vow of Silence. I'm not sure if we play it or not. Yeah. Next pack has Diminish, Thud Rocks, Ruse, and Lava Blood Rager. Um, so but Lava Blood Rager and Thud Rocks Ruse would both be fine, but Ruse is, I think, a better card. Yes, and it's and that's sort of it's almost like hoof stomp in the sense that it can kill a five five. <laughs> and then there's a draconic looting, which is totally fine. That's an inscribe that can sometimes draw you three cards, and then a danger bot, like an insult. I don't think we can play it. All right, so we've got a motley crew, but our removal is actually quite good. So we just need to stick any unit. And then just clear the opponent's stuff away, <laughs> and that's how you win games. Okay, well, let's yeah start with this. This is what it would look like without pro time. Obviously, we need more cuts, but uh, I think that we can take away those early justice cards anyway because splashing for them, we're just never going to play them on turn one or two. Uh, I don't what think about we're high sweeper. Uh, we might. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter when you play sky sky sweeper, so we can leave that in. What what would happen if we didn't try to play justice except for brigade hall? And I guess we can leave in mithril guardian because that's part of our splash. Let's take out sky sweeper and sky crew, and then what about just, icy hold? The, we would keep in icy hold as well. So icy hold and brigade hall. Uh, then. Let's see, the weaker cards that we have here are Danger Bot for sure. We have no way of activating it. I mean, we not a good way. We have Frostburn, basically. And we've only got 13 and units, strike. and that's sad. Yeah, Agile Strike we can get rid of, I think. We, Rubbler? How many... Rubbler, anyone? No, I think Rubbler is good. <laughs> it's so hard to cast. No, it's not that hard. It's a 7-drop. Uh, I think I, I mean maybe for Hatman. Icicle but... Marksman is definitely bad, uh, but we do have 15 spells right now, so maybe it just gets there. 
We have uh, how much inscribed do we have? We have uh, two ice overs, a draconic looting, and mithril guardian, and spell hammer. So that's five cards. I mean, I think we can still play fifteen. If we get rid of one more card, that would either be. I think it. I think we would get rid of Savage Denial just because it's very narrow compared to our other counter spells, Caleb's Choice and Stormblast. Mm-hmm. I don't like playing the Icicle Marksman, but if any deck is going to end up doing a bunch of damage with Icicle Marksman, it's this one. Yeah. yeah and also, so here's here's what you do, and obviously this is never going to happen. You get Icicle Marksman, you get Sentinel Sifter. You make set. You give Icicle Marksman double damage with Sentinel Sifter, and then play a bunch of spells. Yeah. I mean, we even have cards like Trick Throw, which are two spells in one. That's right. We do have that. Uh, so, yeah, we are kind of a spell deck. <laughs> uh, it's not good. Let's be, I'm not under any illusions here uh, about whether or not this is going to be a good deck, but I do think this is more or less fine. Uh, we have a couple of Invoke cards, and we do have a bunch of Removal. And we have a tiny bit of card draw. Uh, I think we can get rid of. Uh, we can only play. We can play two justice sigils, I think, and just play okay. three total sources for justice. Like I would rather have four justice sources, but we we've got. Uh, I don't think we can afford to do that. And then yeah, we like, need to play that rubbler. Well, we do. Yeah, uh, I guess we could take. You know what? You're right. We can take out Rubbler for for no, a free color deck like this. Um, no, Rubbler helps bring us to 15 units. That's true. Um, are you counting Thudrock's ruse? We have. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have uh, how much inscribed? Do we have? We have two ice overs and a spell hammer in primal, and we have in fire eluding and that's it so i guess we think we still take uh i think we take out two primal sigils then all right so uh i mean you know there's going to be i think there's going to be games where you have the elemental fury in your opening hand and it doesn't matter that you don't have early game or that you don't have we don't have a lot of units because we can just sort of take out two or three of the opponent's units um at the beginning and then and then start playing it's the nice thing about having Elemental Fury. Right. Exactly. I mean, we uh, yeah, we need a lot of things to go right, because our Elemental Fury kills our whole deck also, more or less. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to sucker people into it um, with Elemental Fury, which right. is, it can, it can be tough. All right. Do you have time for one game? We can, we can play one game. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I guess we didn't really describe the deck. It's a bunch of... Skycrag removal and then a, a handful of tiny primal units and then some 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 reasonably big beaters uh, at the end. But our card quality is super low except for some of the removal, and we're basically we're splashing for Brigade Hall and Icy Hold, which are good cards to splash for. Uh, our opening hand here we're not going to keep it because there's only one sigil and no inscribe in it. All right, our second choice has two primal sigils and a fire sigil and then a bunch of really expensive stuff, unfortunately. Lava Blood, Wildfire, Mithril Guardian, and Ice Over. Guess we keep it. All right, yeah. And <laughs> hope to draw. Hope to draw pretty much anything. 
I don't know. Uh, we got a frost pact sprite, so we can take we can lock down their first play. I don't think that we inscribe yet. Okay. So we just start with primal. Yeah. We're gonna need to draw another fire sigil if we want to play this Ansari on five, but we've got a few turns of drawing left. So they played the um, they played the the two two battle wise elite. Low, battle wise elite. I think it's actually fine to just Frostpact Sprite that thing. It's either yeah. that or just take damage from it. All right, so we'll do that. Do the Sprite. They're also Combray, which means they have sort of fewer ways to deal with it, sort of. Yeah, I mean, if they come out with a Brigade Hall this next turn, then that's it. We're sunk. <laughs> also, because we're not taking another turn after this, we are paying off the debt from the Frostpact Sprite. They're now, they now have Time, Justice, and Shadow. They've played a stealth unit. I don't think that we can possibly attack because it could be a, uh, it could be a fly trap. Okay. So we're not attacking? No, definitely not. I mean, we could, we could, no, we definitely aren't because we can't play anything this turn. So we're just going to have to, let's just end the turn. And we paid off our debt this turn, and we have... I mean, uh, it's 100% a Thornblood. Thorncrawler. Could be, but I don't think we can afford to block it this turn. No, we're definitely not blocking. Okay, I'll let it through to see what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a leather hide, so worst case scenario there. Um, <laughs> so now it's a 4-3 leather hide. And they played an inscribed card. Uh, we drew... Uh, battle-y thing, battle... Uh, battle driver, only battle driver. Battle driver, I can't see the bottom of the... And I guess we're going to play it? Yeah, we could block with it, potentially, so I think that's what we we're doing. We could play Chakra to block. Yes, we can. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I guess there's nothing wrong with doing that, it's just that if they kill it, then they attack with both things. Yeah, then they also get yeah clear out the two the two two opens up so yep so battle I think it's better block. to just put down battle driver and block yeah I mean and... I don't see this going well for us but we're not <laughs> do we attack yeah I think we can attack they're not gonna I don't think they can kill the sprite with anything in particular they've got three open power here they didn't play anything last turn there is a pause though which means uh, I think our battle driver is in trouble oh they're pulling. Okay, so they're pulling the 2-2 back with pull from duty. They're invoking. It's going to come down as a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Yeah, well, that just means we can put Chakram on Sprite now. Yeah, we don't have to worry no about regard. killing it. Yeah. Fell right into our trap. They're attacking with a 4-3. I think we just have to take whatever uh, punishment they're going to give us here because we can't just keep letting that thing grow. Okay, they traded. That's fine. So... Now they're up to five power, and they've played a cut bear, the two four with life steal. Uh, worst things have happened. I think we attack with the sprite and just play our sensari. We we drew a primal sigil. Do we play the sensari first? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why why let them know that we have a spell? So right now we have a rager, mithril guardian, ice over, and uh, steel fang in our hand. Our opponent has one time, one shadow, three justice, uh, cupbearer. They've got a Goliath axe, which is uh, <laughs> that trades for our Sensari. Um, they gain two life off of the cupbearer. It's okay. I mean, we traded a good card for the Sensari. Uh, we drew another Frost Pact sprite. 
I I think we should crom up our current prospect sprite and then stun their unit with the second one. Yes. Should I also should I inscribe the Mithril Guardian? Yeah, I think so. We're gonna want to do that eventually anyway. Because we do we do have our rager in hand and we want to be able to you know someday play it. So we know that they have a four four valor in hand, um, and that's about it. That's all we know. They have got four cards in hand. One of them is the four four valor, and one of them I probably the inscribed card. I would I think maybe the three five that they just played might be. Uh oh, well, that's a bummer. Uh, they yeah. have a. They have the 3-3 three, three that, that gives something minus one health, and they killed our one Frostback sprite with it. Uh, we might need to leave our 5-1 sprite back to trade with one of their things now. And also, we drew looting. Uh, because of where your window is, I can't see how much power we have, but... <laughs> uh, there we go. We've got two. So we can't... I don't think we're looting this turn. We wouldn't be able to play anything. Oh, and we okay. physically we can't. Yeah, no, I don't think we inscribe anything. Let's just leave our sprite back and uh, and try to maybe block something. Okay. And then next turn we can bring out uh, the rager and 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 actually get in their way. So they've got a two four with lifesteal, a three five, and a three three, and uh, they've still got the two two or rather the four four valor in their hand and two more cards. Not really sure what they inscribed. Can you inscribe two faction, or rather invoked? Can you invoke oh, two they faction things? The three five. It was the three five. It said okay. The little symbol came up. Gotcha. It seemed likely that it was a three five. Yeah. Even without me understanding basic notation in this game, <laughs> apparently. They're thinking. They're thinking. They've got the gem blazer avatar. They're thinking. Yeah. Well, this is our best chance to win this game is maybe they timed out. Hopefully it's not me. I don't see any symbols. Oh, no. Okay, we might pull this off. Looks like they're timing out. <laughs> they're thinking, they're thinking, or they're just, you know, logged out, something. <laughs> Hatman is their power. <laughs> using, using my cape. Great! They didn't get there. Well... Uh, I guess we attack with the sprite and make a rager then. And don't contract it, right? No. Uh, no, there's no reason to exhaust and damage a unit for one. And I here, fire. I would actually fire. not play that in case they're playing the discard two. Yeah. We would if they discarded two here. We would keep the looting and try to and try to. Um, you know, re, re, recharge, refill. Well, it looks like they've they're done playing, so that's nice. Uh, here, why don't we why don't we go ahead and looting? Did I call it faithless looting? That's a magic card. What is it called? Draconic looting. Okay. Well, my whole family just came home for the end of this podcast. They're excited cool. to see this. Thing. Well, let's play looting. Okay, we'll play looting. Yeah, I actually should hurry, because if they come back, they're still going to win this. Yep. Uh, uh, Punish for not playing Fire Sigil last turn. Yeah, I guess so. All right, well, let's attack for five. I don't know. They might block, though. Well, I guess they're uh, they're AFK, so never mind. Yeah, we have to win this game. All right, well, let's char them in the face, then. 
because we have we drew char and hoofstop um and also we have ice over in case they attack back so yeah that's the end of the turn this is anticlimactic but it was an anticlimactic draft to begin with so i feel like this is deserved yep so well, our opponent is timing out their third turn in a row Probably we would have gotten beaten if they hadn't <laughs> They, we might have. I mean, we were doing okay. Well, they they got deleted and they're disqualified. So we won that game. And I don't think we're going to be able to play another one. Almost resigned the draft there. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. That would have been an appropriate end. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a really bad draft. But it uh, is. It is. we won our first game through sheer intimidation. <laughs> exactly. Thanks to Hatsman. Um, and then, yeah. Hats, so. Man. Well, I'll keep everyone posted on the Discord. I'll probably post the screenshot of the... I might do the whole draft in our Divergent Draft channel just because I think people will end up in a lot of different places with that draft, and maybe someone will have found a good deck. There were there were some good commons scattered in them and among those cards, but I, I don't think there was a good deck there, but I think there was maybe a better deck. Yeah, I think there yeah. was a. I think for I think there was a Praxis deck in there for sure. I think that is very possible. But uh, as for this show, that's it. So thanks again to all our patrons for making the show a success, and for those of you who are not patrons, a reminder to give us a five star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Join us in our Discord. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. A lot of new people have joined. A lot of chatter in the Discord. A lot of cool things happening, like I mentioned before. Alabazoo is posting a lot of uh, analysis of the seven-win seven decks and stuff, and people asking for help and other people helping. So I really recommend joining that if you haven't. It's also a convenient way to submit your decks. Uh, and then also a reminder to give a thumbs up to all of Raven Dragon's Reddit posts. I think that really helps the show when it stays high up on Reddit for a while. And don't forget to send send in all those seven win decks you do this week to farmingeternal at gmail.com or the Discord. And remember to keep on farming. Have a good night. I am Hatsman. <laughs>